series. But the you were washed. You are saints. He refers to them as saints. And there's yeah. even people who say, oh, Paul, uh, you know, because they have their presuppositions and their theology, he's, these are false saints. These aren't real. And, and he's talking about the false brothers. No, that's your, that's your reformed systematic theology being presupposed eisegesis, not exegesis, onto the text. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm being pretty hard-hitting and more dogmatic about these things because they're very important. Um, it helped. And, like, I seriously started not looking at pornography, and I'm having more victory in my life today because I am choosing to say, I have the choice. I have the power not to go to heaven or hell. That's already done when I place faith, my, my faith in Jesus Christ. But uh, let me get you guys back up. Here. Yeah, I, uh, it brings to mind Hebrews 12, that passage about uh, letting a, where uh, the writer of Hebrews is encouraging his readers to lay aside every sin that so easily entangles us. You know, that was a, that's a decision that the individual has to make. And through the help of the Holy Spirit, they put those things aside and run the race with endurance. It's something that we have to endure. It's not something that uh, we repent. Uh, yeah, we're going to struggle with sin, but yeah. repenting of it every time you sin because you feel like you've lost your salvation, that's that's shaky ground. Exactly, yeah, I agree. Um, and, and I think that was, that was the issue there. Reformed theology, dare I say, is neo-Catholicism. That's a big claim. But at least in some strange that I've met. And the reason I'm saying that, and Tony, I, I see you shaking your head. If you want to go ahead and jump in there. I, I was really into like, you know, I went to reform school. Well, most of my friends were reformed. I, I have lots of reformed friends. But the issue is, is when it came down to like, what are they actually saying? What do they actually believe about soteriology? What does Paul Washer, John Piper, John MacArthur say? And I respect these guys. I really do. I think they're saved. I think they're saved by faith. But I think that they are misunderstanding things. I'm not going to call them heretics. I'm not going to run around saying that. They might say that to me. I don't know. But, um, you know, I think that they're, especially when it came to, like the Catholic, like when it says, and it even comes down to like how you interpret things in so many ways. But, but this slide here, looking at changing their minds about different things to one thing. But okay, so Peter in Acts like 3 or Paul in Acts 17, they're talking to two different crowds. And those, each group has to repent of something different, essentially. Like, and what I mean by repent is they change their mind about Jesus in a different way, right? The, the Greeks believed in the Greek pantheon. The Jews believed Jesus was a false prophet. Peter's saying, repent, change your mind and believe in Christ, that he is the way, he's the Messiah. And over here, the, the, um, the, uh, I think it's, I think it's Acts 17 for Paul and the Greeks. And then, yes, yes. Uh, that yeah, up. Acts 17 and then Acts 3, I think is what you were talking about. Yeah, so for Peter, so Acts 3 is over here. I have another slide. It's like right here. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so so you've got <sighs> two different, yeah, I know. <laughs> so you've got two different groups. Their repentance isn't the same repentance of like, like when it says Job, I repent in sackcloth and ashes. The point is repent is not a technical word, meaning it doesn't have the same meaning in every usage or... Uh, like it has different contexts. Like when we think of repentance, people will say, oh, you need to do penance. That's really what PLM was saying. And that's what Catholics are saying. That's how there's a certain uh, translation of uh, after the Reformation of the Catholic Bible and he uses penance instead of repent because, and that's what the, a lot of the, at least PLM, and I, I won't speak for all reformed people. I, I guess I don't want to make too large statements that I you know don't understand or I'm speaking that isn't what isn't true. But in the experience that I had, repentance 
was a work like that I kind of had to do. Like I had to feel sorry. I had to forsake. I had to stop sinning. And that's what I had to do. But when you read Acts, the repentance that's being talked about, and they'll use Acts 3 something, you know, repent and be baptized, repent and believe. See, those are two different steps. You need to repent and then believe, repent and then believe. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Repent means to change your mind. That's what metanoia means. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting, a little bit ironic that, uh, Mm -hmm. certain reform circles, reform Baptists or, you know, Calvinists or whatever, they, they want to kind of induce this, this feeling of sorrow, this feeling of repentance when, you you know what I mean? They're they're so opposed to it. And in charismatic circles, it's not about feelings. It's not about how you feel. It's not about any of that. That's the sort of rhetoric they use, especially when, uh, charismatic Judas, uh, teachings are at play mm-hmm. but when you come to issues like this it's it's you need to feel like you're sorry you need to repent until you uh like it's 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 kind of weird because really this is just an act of the holy spirit like if you if you think you are repentant then mm-hmm. you're repentant otherwise what are you waiting for are is you, it are you waiting for god to zap you and yeah. make you know yes. that you're clean like how do they determine when you are really exactly, genuinely exactly. repentant? That's the point. And they would not graduate people from PLM um, because of uh, – okay, someone's yelling upstairs. They would not graduate people because they didn't feel like they were repentant. I'm looking for a slide. I cannot find it that talks about just that. But what, what it is, it became very subjective because there was a guy there at PLM who had a big slip up, we'll say. Uh, I think, yeah. So this is, this, is, this is the slide I was looking for. And Steve Gallagher, you know, was up there teaching. He said, oh, I believe he, why is it all messed up? <laughs> My slides are all messed up. <laughs> um, but he, you know, and he said, I believe he is saved because he was repentant. And so over here, you'll see, you guys see this slide here. They would say, you know, you're, the, what you, the work you had to do before coming to salvation was this. You had a forsaking sin, returning to God, turning your eyes, turning your mind, turning your feet. So turning it from pornography or sexual sin and turning it to God, and then you can believe. That's a work. That's some really strange work that 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 the whole and like you got to look at the thief on the cross and the woman at Sychar, the woman at the well, right? Jesus doesn't go on about how she's living in adultery or this and that. He just tells him, "You need the Holy Spirit. You need the water that will satisfy." Then that is when the Holy Spirit indwells you and starts to do all this work. And I want to get to that Bible verse. That um, so yeah, metanoia, you know, meta meaning change, noia like mind, notion, change of mind. That's what the that's the Greek lexical definition. Yeah, so this is the verse. This is what evangelism is. This is it right here. But I tell you the truth, it is for advantage that I am leaving. For if I do not leave, the Helper will not come. But if I go, I will send him to you, and he will. This is the Holy Spirit. When he comes, he will convict the world. So okay five-point Calvinism, the whole world. (laughs) So there he is convicting the whole world. Let me say that again, the whole world, no limited atonement. The Holy Spirit is convicting the whole world because Jesus's death is available to the whole world of what? Of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And this is the key. Regarding sin, singular, not the sin of homosexuality or pornography or whatever, but the sin because they do not believe in me. So yeah, sin, righteousness, and judgment. But the key is, is that they do not believe in me. That that's that that's salvation. That's what that's what the Holy Spirit is convicting us of before we come to Christ. It doesn't matter. Our all that other sin, it, it fixing it or not dealing with it doesn't doesn't earn any righteousness before God. What matters is, are you going to get the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ for what He did? You know, we believe. You know, what is self? What is 
not going to hell. It's when it's it's that you trust Jesus, have confidence in what he did, which was that he died for on, on your behalf. But yeah, there's there's nothing you can do except to trust in in Jesus Christ. You know, that that that's what it is. And then the Holy Spirit, you enter sanctification. And I guess I just wanted to like deep debrief from all the stuff that happened and from the videos that I made, yeah. but but it is it's a choice. I mean, that, that's what this all comes down to. You enter, I mean, it's justification is conditioned on one thing, believing yeah, um, in Jesus Christ. So that, that uh, verse you just had up about uh, the Holy Spirit convicting the world of, of sin, um, he does convict us of sin, and we can suppress that conviction. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't have, grieve the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We have we have the capacity as Christians to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, to listen to what He is convicting us about, or we can grieve the Holy Even Spirit. Even after faith, and, and yeah. what you're referring to sure. after faith is that you can, because that verse. And here's the second thing, just for our Calvinist friends out there: deadness. When we talk about you know total depravity, humans are not so dead that they cannot respond to God. They do not reach out to God as Isaiah, no one seeks God. But the issue of Calvinism is that it it believes that God has to regenerate you before you even believe. God doesn't believe for you. That is that that is not biblical. And you know, they talk about the gift of faith, you know, in Ephesians. That's Yeah, that's faith, backwards. Faith is feminine, gift is neuter. Those 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 the nouns don't go together. So it's referring to eternal life. That's the gift. Um, but that's important because we we talk about response. Yeah. Even more simply than that, deadness, like you said, is just our inability to redeem ourselves, to save ourselves. We can't do anything outside of ourselves. It has to be Christ. He redeems us. That's what deadness means in Scripture, all throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. That's it. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's critical because— it's hard because it's like when 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 I went to a place like Pure Life Ministries, like you could just see the the guys and the, and even some of the women just like because like people would reach out online and stuff and then um, was that a men's only group? It was a men's only group. Yeah. Okay. But, but so there like, weren't actually women but, there. But I was at I worked at the Ark and they had a little conference there, or they were set, setting up for a conference and they had a kiosk there and people would come up and I would work with them and I actually would talk to some of the a lot of the people there you know with and, and like the counselors who were there we would talk um while i was at work sometimes because i would work in the same area but you just saw people like they where do i go like they feel like christians christians i believe they're saved they would uh, it's like they tricked them into coming it's like you're not really saved and i don't even know if they and that's the thing i I don't think they explicitly understood, but it's like you just saw the desperation of people, and then they come to this camp, and they are abused. They are abused emotionally and spiritually, and it just isn't right. And it's all called you. You're not submitting. You're not submitting. But the way that these people view God, and and even Paul Washer, dare I say, and you know, just with some of their theology, love is not love. And this became an issue there. Well, you don't know what love is, Robert. We do, essentially. You need to listen to us. We know what love is. You need to learn what love is. You know, you look at porn. You don't know what real biblical love is. And what it turned into is God is a drill sergeant, and he's going to break you down into nothing so you can do what he wants, and you're nothing. And God's a drill sergeant. Tony, you've been really quiet. Yep, I'm just kind of taking it all in, making some observations, and letting you guys kind of have the floor. But um, I did kind of want to ask a question to both of you. 
do you believe that repentance uh, starts with you, or do you think that that's of the Holy Spirit first? I'm, re repentance. And is, if so, yeah. oh, if so, wouldn't that be you making the choice, but God is also aiding in that? Can't both things be true at the same time? From what I understand, God doesn't. God doesn't believe for you. That's what I understand. What, what I understand is the Holy Spirit convicts and you have to respond. And your yep. response, and so the hyper-Calvinist is because I know that's not possible, you're dead. Well, you you understand deadness in the sense that you can't respond. So when it comes to, when it, and I, there's also repentance when you're a Christian, right? Because they, and they would quote this a lot, you know, the repentance leading to grief. So I'm sinning against God when I look at things on the internet. I am, there are Christians who are like, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with pornography. Well, they would say that can't exist. Well, so let's say there's a Christian out there who's like, well, what's wrong with pornography? What's wrong with me having a, an affair? They're so their their conscience is so seared that they are committing incest, like the Corinthian church. So repenting means they change their mind. They experience grief. They're like, wow, I am godly sorrow. I'm doing something wrong. I changed my mind about this. Um, and so PLM kind of conflated this all together and they wanted you to have this like emotional breakdown essentially. And then they'd say, we don't preach repent. We don't teach them. We don't preach like an emotional thing, but then they kind of did. But, but repentance yeah. I, is something you do. You act like, and sometimes it things, then it does talk about, and God might grant them repentance, you know? So there's a verse uh, in like, yeah. like X 11, 18 or something like that about granting. Yeah. So then you know, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Yeah, and so I think that there's a way of understanding those things that doesn't result to like a Calvinistic, hyper-Calvinistic, I'll put it, or a um, or a repentance theology or whatever, Catholic way of looking at something. So I, because, yeah, that that's that's kind of how I would look at things. Andrew, any thoughts? Go Ezekiel ahead. 18, 30 and 32 comes to mind, um, and it's, it's the Lord speaking, and he says, repent and turn away from your offenses. Uh, then sin will not be your downfall. Rid yourselves of all the offenses you have committed and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Um, and then it goes on. It, it just has that sort of language of repent and turn away and believe and be obedient. Um, so I would say to your Tony, to your question, Tony, I think, uh, repentance has to come before regeneration. I think there has to be that conviction. I think conviction precedes repentance, but, uh, if you suppress that, that, uh, uh, conviction, uh, from the Holy spirit, then you're not going to repent. And so you won't be regenerated. Well, but, you, uh, well, repent. It's when you believe you are repenting because by believing you're changing your, that's what the word means. It means to change your mind. And so whether you're changing your mind about sin in your life as a Christian justified or you're repent or you're changing your mind about Jesus as someone who isn't justified and then being justified because of that, it, I heard it was once put repentance and belief are two sides of the same coin by believing you're changing your mind, right? Jesus is just a man. He's just a mythical man of the past. No, he's God. And he, he reconciled me to himself through his death on the cross. That's a repentance. It means to change your mind. So it, it's a human action. It doesn't, but there, I think it's meta something. It, it, it's referring to uh, emotional um, grief. And that's what Judas did after he betrayed um, uh, Christ. Jesus. And, but he never repented. But believe it or not, Judas felt emotional grief, went and committed suicide, but he never changed his mind about it. 
So it's interesting that the emotions they they can they factor into things, but they but that's not what, like God is looking for. You, hey, are you going to change your mind about this? So yeah, and I, and I don't want to sound too dogmatic. I I just I know there's a lot of emotions still, and I I have to really pr- practice forgiving. Pure Life Ministries, and specifically the guy who was my my counselor, <laughs> put counselor in quotations, but um, it is really hard. And uh, I had dreams about that place every night almost for a month after I left it. Um, just you know them because they they put me on a talk fast so i couldn't talk to anyone no one would talk to me for a month so it was a scarlet letter which was is really a sign of abuse and, and, and operating that's crazy like, well and, and it is to you but when you're there it's normal and and i realized just like wearing masks in a culture um how easy it is to normalize things um that may seem insane you know you walk into a bank now with a, with a face mask on and that's normal um, when if you did that before, oh, well, that's not normal. We're going to call the police. Different world, see? But, you know, when I was at PLM, they they would put talk fasts on guys. And they did it to me for a month. They did it to another guy for a month. They did it to another guy for longer than that. And and I saw broken men. I, I've never seen that in my life before. It's what the and, and really what it is, they're doing what the military does to break people down so they can follow the drill sergeant. But in this case, the drill sergeant is God. And they didn't do anything physical. But it was all emotional, hard labor. There was a lot of hard labor, you know, especially if you worked at some of the some of the jobs that they had. Um, but their God was a drill sergeant, and and I've never seen men empty and thinking that God made them to just be empty vessels. And and that's the thing. You, a lot of these Christian songs, oh, we're just vessels of earth and clay. You know, let Christ live in me. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Oh, you know, let me just deny myself. Deny myself. I'm nothing. You know, this self destruction theology. God isn't into self destruction. But when you understand what jesus did on the cross when he laid himself down for you out of an act of love you do the same for him it's a choice um that that's not what salvation is but it's part of sanctification and so i can it's just interesting because god didn't remarkably and wonderfully make you as the holman standard bible puts it in psalm 137 he didn't make you amazing you know he didn't carefully knit you together just so you would be destroyed so he could like the god can conform christ in you like you're some amorphous piece of play-doh that god wants to just you know use it's really sad i I, i'm using this language because it oh that's how you really feel no i mean that's that's that that's what it what it looked like i've never seen it turn into like you know you know and they'd say you know nobody cares about your like opinion no one cares about you know god doesn't you know it's just very it's not love. And and back to that Marine who, um, I just want to make a note. He said, that's not God. You know, he's like, I know what a drill sergeant's like. That's not God. God is love. Um, and I was so thankful for him because he, he knew it. He knew that there was something wrong. And when we read Steve Gallagher's books on chapter 12, um, both, both times in the altered sexual idolatry and the root of sin book, I, that was the big book there. I, you're the sin. You need to get rid of the self, the self life, self life. We need to get rid of the self life. So, and the problem is, is what he's trying to say is the flesh. But when you use self life, you completely ignore the biblical teaching on the new self, the new creation. And so you get this totally wacky theology where you're constantly like any desire I have, I need to, like, if I want a new car, that's sin. If I want this, it's sin. It's always, you know, I just need to be, you know, you know, if I have ambitions, it was very strange, but, um, and you see this, and you'll actually, you know, it's worm theology is what it is, too. You know, just I'm a worm, I'm nothing. Um, but I remember him saying that. God isn't like that. And, and I started to understand, well, I, it's like they were describing what love did without love. 
That's the best I can understand it. Like love denies itself. Love gives freely. Love sacrifices. Love will, will go through pain and endure, but it doesn't, it's not, it's not deny self. It's, it literally says that in Corinthians, doesn't it? what love does it, it, you know, it puts others first. I mean, that's what love does, but it's like they said all those things, but didn't do it. It was, it was very, very strange. And, um, but there, there were many men at PLM who I think meant well, but again, if you, we don't rightly divide the word of truth, I think it's in, where does it say that in Timothy or Peter? I think it's in Timothy 3.15, First Timothy. You know, it's just all this zeal, but we're, 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 tossed around i don't know with with these crazy doctrines i don't know this is i'm very passionate about this and i hope that people watch the video series i put together because i want to offer people in any addiction any sin hope it doesn't have to do with your salvation you can't out sin the blood of christ you can't you know you didn't do anything to get in the door you can't do anything to get out the door the only thing you if you want to say do is to trust you're not trusting like to do that something you're trusting in jesus you're now you're placing it on your works on everything you're saying jesus did it all and god looks at that and he says a a and being found in christ with a righteousness not from a righteousness from god this is this is oh, that's in philippians 3 18 19 i forgot where that is but this is the whole thing there's there is it, it's not based on my performance you know like oh oh you you you're because that that's legalism i mean what else is it I mean, if it's this weird, convoluted, reformed, you know, repentance thing. So it's just very, very, you know, and I just get comments, a couple comments on the videos I've made. And I was like, you guys went there. I can tell because they just say, Robert, you're spiritually proud. Robert, th you're this. Robert, you're that. And I'm like, guys, I'm 21. And I told them that I'm 21 years old. I mean, I don't know that much, but I, 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 ha I can't just listen to you if what you're saying doesn't line up with the Bible. And they said, you're just being spiritually proud. I'm like, but let's talk about it at least. Like, no, 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 you need to just be quiet. Here's your talk fast badge for a month. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, and I went to them and there were a lot of guys, <laughs> there were a lot of guys there that I thought would, you know, you know, they're going to listen and we're going to talk. And, you know, and I, I, I want to understand. I don't know. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know what Lordship Salvation was. I didn't know any of this, but something in my spirit was like, Robert, you are a child of God and nothing can take that away from you. And I would look at what they're quoting, like these, some of these things are kind of not in context. And I was like, hey, do you think maybe some of this isn't in context? I mean, you know, because you're telling me I'm not saved. That's what you're saying. It's like, well, I'm not. No, but you are. That's what you're really saying. Well, you're just, you know, you just need to submit to my authority and you need to just, I'm like, but wait a minute, you know. So it was, there was a lot going on and it just, I learned what forgiveness means. I mean, wanting to hate them. <laughs> You know, but then I... Every Sorry, day, I don't mean to laugh. No, it's okay. It's, but I, I forgive. You know, bitterness, it, it will destroy It'll destroy everything. Yeah. That's what bitterness is. And so you just got to forgive them. I said, we will walk in eternity one day, I believe, me and you. And um, the past will be not even a memory. And, you know, that's beautiful. And they, when I tried to say that, they said, stop talking. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, God help them. I don't know. Um. Serious stuff. I mean, we look at the world, uh, sexual addiction, all this stuff. I mean, the internet, VR, the phones, kids getting phones younger and younger, screen addiction. I mean, we're going to deal with this in the next generation. I'm just passionate about it because I'm finally seeing victory in my own life. And I know, Andrew, we've, you know, I, we've talked about that in podcasts before. This is important stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, I want, you know, this is a resource. I just want, like, our videos and the things that we do to, like, reach people and, um, I don't know, just hope, you know, this, you know, to get biblical clarity on what this is because sexual addiction, pornography, these things, huge, huge problem. And, and it's only going to be bigger as, as things go forward. 
um, as people realize the lies, you know, that, that what the godly design of what marriage, sexuality, how these things work, how beautiful it is, the way God designed it, how um, everything else is an inordinacy, out of order. And when you, you know, when you use a hammer to try to dig a hole, it's not as effective as a shovel. You know, if you understand what I'm saying, it's out of order, out of design. It wasn't made to do that. And so when you're using your body self-focusedly viewing internet sexual content, that's not how the, the body spiritually was designed. And secondarily, when we're, we don't understand the spiritual component of sex anymore in this culture, sex is a sport, but in reality, you are joining yourself spiritually, soulishly, if I can say that, to another being. I'm not sure how it works, but there is a, a since we, we live in this evolutionary, naturalistic, atheistic world for the most part, in the schools, secular humanism's taught, by and large, we deny the spiritual. And so we've got people t- believing they're animals, acting like animals and and you know wondering why you aren't an animal so this is why things aren't working so uh, just some thoughts um on that uh uh i yeah jumping off from that and then they they wonder why why their lives feel empty or why there's so much depression or anxiety or things like that you know like they look at this world from a totally uh, materialistic standpoint mm-hmm. that's what's taught and that's what's promoted they don't see that there's a spiritual component to to life or if they do they don't really i don't know they don't dive deep into that yeah and, and, and it's that, sad it's sad. i've been there you know we've all i think yeah we've all yeah. been there to an extent but i was really there oh no especially with just like like you know someone was saying idolatry which is greed i think it says this in all over the New Testament, uh, Ephesians 5, or I, yeah, it talks about it in Ephesians 5, but idolatry, and it, it links greed to idolatry, which I think is interesting. So I am participating in idolatry when I, you know, look at something, you know, or, or like we can, whatever we devote our time to, but I just think God is the only infinite thing that can satisfy that infinite void. And and, and sex or, or, or drugs or the newest and coolest car or, or whatever, it, it doesn't satisfy. So anyway. What's your takeaway? Take away, final words final words is this yeah there's one thing that the unbeliever does it is to trust in jesus christ god himself he reckons when you trust that he died in your place he reconciled you to himself through his death that is salvation at that moment god looks at you and says you're righteous and your everything you do after that is you living up to that call which you won't achieve on this earth. That's why there's glorification. You receive an actual new body called glorification that has no sin. So justification overcome the penalty of sin, right? Hell, right? You know, separation from God. By the way, hell was never created for the humans. It was created for Satan, but we align ourselves to that. And then sanctification, it's the the, pow- the um, power of sin, right? In our lives to control us. Glorification is the very presence of sin. That's when God just gets rid of it completely. So, um, but, and then just to add to that, and then we'll end, it's love. That's the key. And I I knew it. God is love. Love is not self-seeking. Love isn't proud or boastful. God is none of those things. Pride is like the antithesis of what God is. And glorifying him, he isn't a proud being. He's loving and he is humble. And if you have any question, look at Jesus on the cross. Um, and everything I do, the reason I say no to pornography, the reason I say no to sin or lying or stealing or whatever it is, whatever the specific sin is in our lives, it's, it's love. It's saying, Today I'm going to be faithful to God. I'm going to choose, not emotional. It's, it's like the volitional aspect of love. It's not just emotional. It's the volitional. I'm going to choose to hate pornography today. I'm going to choose to hate my sin today. I'm going to choose to love God. And I'm going to choose to go to him. Um, 
And that's the key. So we'll just pray, um, and then we'll just, you know, this was one of our first podcasts back. I think we're all still warming up to this. But um, I hope to do a lot more and hear from you two more. But, you know, we're still figuring this thing out. But I'll just pray real quick. And thanks for thanks for joining me here. Thank you, God, for um, these friends. And I just pray that with the country changing right now, be with us, give us wisdom. Uh, bless PLM, God. I, I don't I don't have anything in my heart against them. I just when I think of what happened, I, it, it's just it hurts. But I am thankful that, that you can make all things new. I just pray you'll show them truth, show me truth where I err, show me where I am being proud and arrogant and not, not seeing the truth and just, just being too dogmatic, um, that I would walk humbly with you, um, but be but stand firm on truth. So thank you for my friends here. Bless them and uh, be with everyone out there listening who needs help, you know, who wants needs to meet you and, and know you better. And I pray that you'll reveal them, reveal yourself to them in the ways that you do, God. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, uh, anyone who listened, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we'll be posting more often. Um, and thank you, Tony, for getting us, you know, kind of back together. I want to hear more from you. Absolutely. Um, and Andrew, you too. It's just, just good to have us all here. So, all right. Stay tuned. God bless everyone out there. Bye-bye. See ya.